What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, we're 25, oh my gosh, yo, you already know what's going on, you already know what we're talking about today, uh, uh, in this episode, um, last week I didn't do a podcast, um, there really wasn't anything, uh, to talk about, uh, you know, in my personal opinion, and, um, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, this is fun, at the same time, though, I don't want to waste anybody's time. And then all of a sudden, like late Sunday, things started happening after happening. I'm like, oh, my God. Shoot, maybe I should, should do like a late show. But, you know, keeping in tradition of the Sunday uh, uh, podcast, I do the recap of the week. Um, yeah, so let's get straight to it. Um, yeah, on my Facebook, yeah, I post a lot of stuff about Obi Toppin. Uh, you know, we got to talk about the Knicks. I mean, man, Joe wasn't pleased about uh, about the Obi Toppin pick. Some of y'all weren't pleased. Um, listen, uh, listen, with the Obi Toppin pick, listen, um, I, I love the pick, right? Listen, we're not going to make the, the playoffs anytime soon. We're not going to get the premier free agencies. Okay, listen, when Donovan Mitchell's a free agent, he's not coming. Okay, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Andy Davis, those guys aren't coming. <laughs> okay, they're not coming to the Knicks. Okay, even Gordon Hayward went to the Hornets. Okay, <laughs> Gordon Hayward went to the Hornets. Four years, one hundred twenty million. Right, and all week you guys have all read that he's been rumored to come either go back to Boston or go to the Knicks. He went to the Hornets. These guys, these they're not coming. They're not coming. We got to build through the draft. Leon Rose, I'm, I'm very impressed with Leon Rose. He's doing everything right. He's doing um, everything the way I would have done it. He's doing one-year deals with people. Uh, we brought back Elgin Payton, one-year deal. He did some trade for some scrub on a one-year deal. Listen, he's doing everything right. It almost feels like I'm running the Knicks. Like, <laughs> I'm so ecstatic. I was so worried we were going to fall for the thirst trap and get Fred Van Vliet. I was so scared. I was like, oh, God, this is just typical, you know, Jimmy Dolan. We're going to get the Fred Van Vliet's and we're going to overpay them just because they're so excited to come to New York. Looks like Amari Stoudemire. We overpaid him because we missed out on LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade. Oh, my God. This was like the greatest free agency class. Class ever, we gotta sign somebody. Oh my God, Amar Sadamari wants to come to the Knicks. Oh, we gotta pay him. We gotta pay him a hundred million just because he decided to come to the Knicks. We didn't do that, Knicks fans. Please be happy. We are not doing what we did in the past where we overpaid B, you know, some of the top tier players. We, you know, the B, the C type players, we're paying them like they're A top players. Please be happy that we're not doing that. Okay. Everything is working out fine. Okay. Yeah, we brought up LJ Payton. Listen, I'll tell you this about Dennis Smith Jr., right? He better come for blood. If if I'm Dennis Smith, if Dennis Smith Jr. comes for blood, Knicks fans, we're gonna be all right. Okay, that's gonna that should be the point guard of the future. If he comes for blood, like I said, we're gonna be good. Okay, um, so I want everybody to let's let's stop spazzing. Okay, you know let's you know let's uh let's stop worrying. Okay. Everything is gonna be all fine. We got, we got. Oh, listen. This, this is my thing with Obi Toppin. 
right? Um, listen, he was he was the national player of the year. Okay, listen, he's gonna either be Amari Stoudemire, right, or Derek Williams. Y'all remember Derek Williams from the 2011 NBA draft? He was selected second by Minnesota behind uh, Kyrie Irving. He's gonna be one of those type players. He's either gonna be Derek Williams. Or my star mine. And listen, this guy was presented to be a top five pick. He fell to eight. And I said, if he's there at eight, the Knicks should select him. I was right. The Knicks did select him. I'm not saying I don't know Damas or I was talking to Leon Rose. But I did say this was going to happen if he was going to fall to us. We're lucky. I think the Bulls overreached with Patrick Williams. Um, that was a questionable draft pick. Listen, guys, when you draft, when you, the first five draft picks, guys, those guys, you think, when you draft in a top five, you think those guys are future Hall of Famers. Okay, you look at any future, you look at any Hall of Famer, majority of them were drafted in the top five, or were top five picks. Okay, so when you draft top five, you think they're a future Hall of Famer. All right, Patrick Williams from Florida, uh, I'm sorry, Florida State, he's not a future Hall of Famer. Uh, in my personal, maybe I'm wrong. Like I said, we don't know, but I don't think he's a future Hall of Famer. I think Nick's got lucky that Obi Toppin fell in our laps. We should, th- I think we should thank our lucky stars that he fell in our laps. Um, so guys, please be excited. Emmanuel, quickly, I know you're gonna say, Rock 25, you're such a Kentucky guy. Yes, you're right. I am such a Kentucky guy. Um, Listen, I like I love the Emmanuel quickly. He's a good shooter. He's electric. I really was upset with the Daniel Oturo pick. That was strictly to satisfy um, um, our um, our head coach Tom Thibodeau because uh, you know he likes them beefcake brothers. You know the Taj Gibsons, the Carlos Boozers. You know those ugly tall brothers. He loves having a bunch of those brothers on his team. Remember Joe Kim Noah's? He puts all those brothers in the lineup. I don't think that's going to be the game plan going forward. But you know that's what he's about. Okay. I really thought we should have chosen Cassius Stanley. I really thought we went up to thirty-three to get Cassius Stanley, not to get Daniel Oturo. But I think that was just strictly to satisfy. Um, Tom Thibodeau. We should have gotten Cassius Stanley. If we had gotten Cassius Stanley with uh, Obi Toppin, come on, man. Yo, 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 guard, listen, we have listen. We have no reason. And I went to the Knicks game with Jason last year. Shout out to my man Jason. Listen, there was no buzz at the Garden, man. There was no, there was no excitement. It was the first game back after the All Star break. You know, it was the Pacers Knicks. Knicks played like crap. And Pacers played like crap too. Actually, I think that was the. Actually, I think the Knicks played good. Pacers just played down to the Knicks level. <laughs> the game, and I, Jason and I are like, "Yo, Pacers are playing bad right now. Look, they're gonna pick it up after uh, if they play like this. They're gonna lose this game. Like they're gonna pick it up after All Star break. Pacers remembered. Oh yeah, that's right. We're the Indiana Pacers. We've been playing like this. And then I started playing with the Indiana Pacers, and they ended up whooping our behinds. Uh, <laughs> and the rest was a wrap. Listen, there's no, there was no buzz, you, you know what I'm saying? There really wasn't much excitement. I mean, nobody was that excited for R.J. Barrett. Listen, this is gonna, listen, Garden's going to be popping again, and I think we should tank this year. Tom Thibodeau, take the L. I know he's a competitive guy. Tank this year, get Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham, because we're running the point guards. So we probably should get Cade Cunningham, but I think Jalen Green is there. We should get Jalen Green. Don't know who Jalen Green is. Please, please search him out. Uh, go on YouTube, Jalen Green Mixtape. Enough said.
okay? That's all you got to do on YouTube, Jalen Green mixtape, and you'll know what I'm talking about, all right? Um, but listen, NBA free agency is crazy. Um, you know about Harden wanting to go to the Heat. I'm sorry, Harden wanted, uh, going to uh, the Brooklyn Nets. That's not going to happen. I'll tell you what. Unless Kyrie Irving's involved with the trade, that's not going to happen. Um, he, my man turned down $103 million for two years. Let me say this again. Some of y'all might not have heard me. $103 million on a two-year extension. That's over $50 million a year. He turned down in a state with no income tax. Because he wants to play in Brooklyn where they tax you like crazy in New York State. That's how much he wants to get out of Houston. That's how much he wants to get out of Houston. Okay. Whether that's going to happen, I don't know. Um, whether or not the, um, the Knicks are going to trade for Westbrook, there's a rumor right there. I don't know. I mean, we have enough assets to try to make the trade. Um, yo, Leon Rose, keep on doing what you're doing. Keep on doing these one-year deals. If he's got to do a one-year and a, with a player option the next year, and just another option, I'm down for that life too. He's doing everything right. I think what he's going to try to do is because... Kawhi Leonard, Paul George are all free agents after next year. Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Frank Nilakina, those rookie contracts are going to end. Um, uh, 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 Kevin Knox, and, and, uh, he's going to have like one year left on that rookie deal. I can see something crazy happening. Um, we'll see. I don't know if they're going to try to make a play for Giannis. Um, I think the Knicks have enough cachet to try to trade for Giannis, I don't look. The Knicks are in a good spot right now. I think that I think what is their philosophy? Let's we have to spend the cap money anyway. Let's spend this cap money, do one year deals, right? Like Scott Perry intelligently did last year. We're gonna do that again. We're gonna create cap space to try to go after Kawhi Leonard or a Paul George. Maybe, you know, try to do a sign and trade for Giannis. Listen, the Knicks are doing it right. And if they tank this year, which they should do, okay, and try to get Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham next. We're already looking next. I'm already looking next year, baby. You got to look for next year already. Look for Jalen Green or Cade Cunningham next year. You heard it here first in my podcast. That's what the Knicks should do. Get, you know, get a top two draft pick. Uh, remember, we still have um, Dallas Mavericks' draft pick. Um, for, uh, remember, we traded for uh, Chris Bass-Porzingis. So listen, it's looking up, guys. We're doing it right. We're going to sound like the Philadelphia 76ers. You got to trust this process. All right, Knicks fans, keep your heads up. We're doing it right. Um, Props to Michael Jordan. Like I said, we talked about going to Hayward real quick and not going back to Boston. $120 million. Listen, someone says, like, oh, he must not want to try to win championships. Listen, going Hayward, he did the right move. Okay? He was odd man out with Boston. He was not the catalyst to bring them the chip. Okay? If they don't win the chip. Well, if they had Gordon Hayward, they would win the chip. No one's thinking about Gordon Hayward. Okay? He took the money. I don't blame him for taking the money. Michael Jordan wants to pay him $40 million for three years. He's got another baby on the way. You know what I'm saying? Listen, yo, get your money, okay? The boy is banking, right? Boston gave him like $120 million. Now, Michael Jordan wants to give him $120 million. Yo, do your thing, yo. I'm, I, listen, Gordon Haywood, I'm proud of you. 
I'm proud of you. Get your money. All right. Uh, Montreal Harris jumped ship from the Clippers to the Lakers. What happened with the Clippers? That was just, a, you know, every, you know, when they lost to the Nuggets, right? It was just like all this stuff function started coming out. And I'm really shocked with a Doc Rivers um, coach squad, all the dysfunction, you know, um, especially, you know, but, you know, it's the characters of those locker rooms. You know, you didn't have the Paul Pierce's and the Kevin Garnett's in those locker rooms. And it absolutely showed. Um, so I kind of wonder how much of a leader Doc Rivers really is. And I'm not too sure about him in Philadelphia. Um, I, you know, Ben Simmons is ultra talented. I don't know if he's that mentally strong as we think he could be. Um, and, and we all know how fragile Joel Embiid is. It seems like the 76ers to me are like the Clippers East. I think he's going to the same type squad and I don't see it really working out with Philadelphia. I almost think the way Doc Rivers is, they could be taking a step backwards. I'm kind of worried about the 76ers. Um, I think the Charlotte Hornets are going to make moves now. Um, I thought, um, you know, I mean, then I think that, you know, that's, you know, I think they're actually going to move up. I'm a, I think um, the Hornets right now, they're going to be looking like the seventh or eighth seed. I know there are seven games um, or there, there are 10 games back of Orlando. I love the Cole Anthony pick. I really think New Orleans Pelicans should have taken Cole Anthony. Um, was, uh, was a big fan, um, of the draft. I think it's Halliburton. I can't think of the top of my head. Um, I don't, I don't have the draft in front of me. Yeah. I think they took Halliburton. I know, I know everybody's like, oh, we should have taken Halliburton or RJ Hampton. Listen, RJ Hampton only scored 9.6 points a game for the New Zealand Breakers. Okay. So, so we need to get off the RJ Hampton kick. Okay. I'm not saying you these guys can't score from mid-tier conferences. We, um, we also had John Morant did at Murray State. But listen, what John Morant, you know John Morant is special. I didn't see anything special from uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Okay. So and I'm playing out in Iowa. All right. Now, granted, we didn't have an NCAA tournament. So a lot of these kids were hurt by not having the NCAA tournament because some of these kids' stocks rise. You know, look at Dante Disfacenzo or Mari Spellman, them kids from Villanova all got paid because they were able to go to the championship, uh, NCAA, you know, make the NCAA Final Fours. You know, you know, I don't think any of those brothers made the NCAA, didn't make the NCAA uh, Final Four. I don't think Amari Spellman or uh, Dante Disfacenzo would have gotten first round guaranteed draft money. That's my personal opinion because what are those brothers doing now besides nothing? Okay, so. We missed out on a lot of those guys. Maybe uh, Holla Burton made him, maybe balled out. But who's to say Cole Anthony playing for North Carolina would have balled out and he wouldn't have been a top five pick um, as well. Okay. So I'm not on the Tyrese Holla Burton hype train like everybody else was. I was shocked uh, Trey Jones went as low as we did. I really thought we were going to get Trey Jones. But listen, I was so scared when we got um that, that kid from Argentina with the 23rd pick. I was like, oh no, did Ernie Grunfeld come back? somewhere is he hanging around madison square garden i got so scared i was like oh leon rose oh you did a okie doke oh my god i was so happy when Woj, saint bonaventure alum said oh that pick's going to be traded i was like oh my god thank goodness now i don't even know why the knicks did the trades that they did i think they would have had quickly at 27 i don't think quickly would have gone before 27 i mean leon rose did a lot of uh, uh okie dokes he he moved up 
to the the 23 to trade down to 25 to get quickly, but he also moved up to 33 instead of 38. I think Oturo uh, would have been there at 38. He did a lot of moving and shaking to move up two or three slots. I really thought he was going to get Cassius Stanley at 33. I was like, oh, he moved up to 33 to get Cassius Stanley, not Daniel Oturo. But whatever, we got Daniel Oturo. That's going to satisfy Tom Thibodeau. And uh, we're going to take it from there. Or, um, all right. We're going to, you know, we still don't know where Anthony Davis is going to go. He's been hush hush. Apparently, um, he was caught on TMZ and saying he doesn't have a team. Um, so I don't know what that means. I think he's going to go to Chicago. He's going to go home. That's my personal opinion. Um, we got Tristan Thompson. He's going to the Celtics, which is interesting to me. Uh, Serge Ibaka. He's going to the Clippers. Um, so there's a lot of moving and shaking um, uh, with the NBA. With the NBA, so a lot of guys around teams for a long time. They're moving and shaking. So it's gonna, it's been an interesting so far. Knicks keep on doing what you're doing. Um, and yeah, guys, keep the faith, man. Knicks fans, keep the faith. We we are gonna be all right. Shocking news coming from. Uh, my school, St. Bonaventure University. Speaking of the fabulous St. Bonaventure University, um, you know we've had a couple coronavirus cases. Um, they were supposed to play in a tournament, um, and, and the next few days, uh, St. Bonaventure will not be in the tournament uh, due to some coronavirus cases. So I pray the kids and the staff, um, Mark Schmidt and the rest of the crew. I pray that that everybody is doing well. Obviously, you know you want everybody doing well with uh, coronavirus um, cases. Um, Cases are still going up, as we all know. Um, we know how Joe Biden is, or President Joe Biden uh, is. We're so expect more shutdowns. Um, you know, bars are already shutting down more. Uh, uh, curfews at ten. So, as please, everybody, be safe. Wear your mask. These anti-mask people. Listen, I don't know what they listen. Uh, I guess there was some cases in. Uh, uh, recently, as Albany County recently, I guess some people uh, had some uh, gatherings. More than ten people weren't wearing uh, masks and, uh, at a gathering, and, and people started catching the coronavirus. Listen, just wear your mask. Just wear your mask. Okay. Yes, it's cumbersome. Uh, yes, it's, but it's, 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 it's our best option to keep us safe. Okay. So please, I'm gonna harp again. Please wear your mask. Um, so speaking, of, uh, so staying with the sports theme um, uh, with the NFL, apparently Sean Payton is going to go with Taysom Hill over Jameis Winston. That's saying something about Jameis. I'm shocked he went the J- uh, he went the uh, Taysom Hill route because listen, the offense is extremely predictable when Taysom Hill is in. So I hope this brother can throw. At least Jameis Winston gets you a throwing option. And I'm really shocked he went with Teddy Bridgewater last year when Breeze got hurt. I'm going five and zero. Now the pressure's on Taysom Hill. Right, so I hope Taysom Hill balls, and I was really rooting for Jameis Winston, but something must be really going on for Jason Jameis Winston not to take over Taysom Hill, because uh, Taysom Hill is not really a thrower. So um, it's, I think it's going to be interesting going forward um, with uh, the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints. Um, but I mean, I guess we'll have to do wait and see, and um, you know, we got to talk about this. Right, because you probably think I'm ducking this as a Mets fan uh, about Robinson Cano and him uh, testing positive PEDs again. He's got to forfeit $24 million, his whole salary. That is so depressing. Listen, yo. Listen, I think this is actually a good thing. 
I think Jeff Manil can go back to play his natural position at second base. We, you know, and we can get some type of third baseman, uh, 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 you know, up in there. So I think this is actually a good thing um, that he's been suspended. You know, having Je- I mean, I love Jeff McNeil. Him playing third base in his natural position, and we're for the mess of off season. You know, to get to get a Lundor, um, you know, if we can get George Springer, that'll be Wi-Fi lit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, we're going to talk about the new future and the uh, little Uzi Vert album as well. And right, we're going to talk about some hip-hop albums as well. But actually, I think this is a good thing. I like what Steve Cohen's doing so far. Apparently, we signed some scrub, some six foot seven pitcher, whatever. I didn't even catch his name. I'm like, oh, whatever. Um, so, listen, I, uh, hopefully we can get some free agents with the Mets. And uh, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw UFC last night. You know me. I did buy the pay-per-view. I really didn't want to buy the pay-per-view. I was like, oh, f- fuck it. I'm just going to get the pay-per-view. Um, I know. It's nice to have that option. That sounds so nice. Uh, our, my, my main girl, Valentina Cheshenko, uh, she won big last night. Um, what a unanimous uh, decision against Cynthia Cavillo. Um you know what though? I'm not, she, you know, apparently, um, you know, if you, if you guys saw the card, uh, last night, um, if some of you guys might have, uh, you got Kayla Shudikon, um, she went against, uh, Jennifer Maya. Listen, I'm not excited for the Shashenko Shudikon fight again. I'm going to be honest. I don't necessarily want to see that fight again. Um, so I, I think UFC's got a problem with Valentina Shashenko. Um, I'd like to see her go up, but she can't beat Amanda Nunes. You know, I'd like to see her go up to 135 and fight Amanda Nunes again. That's what I would like to see. Because does, does Shashenko want to fight, you know, Shudigan again? You know, you know what I'm saying? So I almost feel bad for Valentina Shashenko. There's nobody for her to fight. She's just fighting the same type people. Uh <laughs> You, you, you know what I'm saying? So um, I, I think she should just move up, fight Nunez. I know Nunez was injured or got sick or whatever what happened with Nunez. She didn't want to fight whoever so-and-so. And I think Nunez is getting bored too. I like to see Nunez Shashenko. I'd like to see those uh, ladies fight again. Yes, it'll be the third time. But I think that's the only fight worth seeing right now. Okay, Nunez, I don't want to see an actually we don't see Nunez fight unless she's fighting Shashenko. Because whoever she fights, she's just gonna beat. You know, and if Nunez loses, it's her own fault. If Shashenko loses, it's her own fault. So those two just might fight each other. Um, you know, I think women's, you know, I like women's UFC. I right now I think it's like in a doldrum. It's like, you know. I don't want to see that fight again. I'm not going to pay my hard-earned money to see that fight again. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting. Dana White and the and them boys they know what they're doing. Um, yeah, the um, but for the 125, Davidson though, this brother is bad. I never really saw him before. Before apparently he's a you know he's a knockout artist. Um, ended up choking out Alex Perez last night, and he is just strong. His grip is crazy. He would just not let go. Uh, until Alex Perez eventually just, you know, uh, just submitted like, yo, fuck it. This guy's not letting go. Um, you know, so it was an interesting fight. Um, you know, everybody want to see Co- the Cody Garbrandt, but I think um, Cody got injured. And, and that's why, yeah, Cody got injured. And that's why um, uh, Alex got in last second. Uh, I mean, I, he wasn't, he just didn't look ready. You, you know, Alex Perez just. Just, just, just didn't look ready. 
It looked like he was, it, the moment was too big. You know how when you look at someone's eyes and you're like, oh, this brother's ready to rock? He wasn't ready to rock. It, he looked like he was, he was bright eyed. I, you know, it, it, I almost felt sorry that, you know, like it was like, oh, this is going to be a rap. And it was a rap. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, he just didn't look ready for the moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And uh, Joe Kim Buckley again. I mean, th- they're going to put him. You're going to see him. The next time you're going to see this brother, it's not going to. I don't think they're going to do another undercard for the. I mean, they're going to do an undercard. They're going to put him in a UFC main event um, uh, last night. Uh, he had another amazing uh, knockout uh, last night. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, against um, Jordan Wright. And Jordan Wright's not a scrub. Jordan Wright was undefeated. So it's not like Jordan Wright's a loser. Um, listen, with UFC, is it's a dangerous sport. You know, they're fighting with four-ounce gloves. So you feel most of the impact, um, you know, uh, with the hits. Jordan Wright's corner, I know these guys say they're tough and blah, blah, blah. He was slur- He should not have gone out the second round. He got rocked late first round. He should, they's corner should have said they should have protected their man and been like, okay, that's it. It's a sport. It, but yes, it is a sport where you get punched in the face. Listen, yo. You, you, Joe Quinn Buckley's not a joke, okay? His, the, this corner pushing him out. To go in against Joe Buckley after he just got beat down late in that first round with him. Like, if that round lasted 30 more seconds, he would have been knocked out the first round. That fight was over. And they should have just called it. You got to protect your fighter. And, like, we'll fight another day. He wants to, you know, say he wants to do this as a living, right? You don't, you know, this is, I understand these guys, I want to go out on my shield. I want to go out on my shield. You know, you hear these guys say that all the time. At the same time, though, like, you have to look out in the best interest of the fighter. And I thought that, you know, if the ref sees you, you know, walking around, gotcha. The ref might not have picked things up. But um, it was obvious that but um, Jordan Wright should not have gone out to finish the fight against Buckley. And we got to start protecting these guys because they're stupid in events of they want to fight and get, you know, and blah, 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 this and that. Listen, you, you, you got to protect these guys. All right. Um, and that, and that's just my thing. Cause you don't want to see these guys getting hurt. Um, another good fight last night, uh, Brandon Moreno versus Brandon, uh, Royval. That was a good fight last night. Brandon Royval, apparently like his shoulder got locked out or his arm got locked out. Ended up tapping out. You couldn't move his arm. And um, Brandon Moreno was just throwing rabbit punches um, or just throwing hammer punches at his face. Um, once he tapped out, his trainer popped his arm back in place and his arm was fine. So that was really unfortunate. I hope we can see that fight again. I think they should just run it back. About pretty sure Brandon uh, Moreno wants to fight Divis and Figueroa, especially after last night. I think that'll be the better fight because Alex Wright was not ready. Uh, I don't feel like uh, we were cheated, but... Um, it was clear that he was not, Alex Wright was not ready. I mean, he was the first guy on the Dana White's uh, contender series to get um, to get a title shot. So props for him. I mean, he was almost like, he's like the Rocky of mixed martial arts. Um, but like I said, he was not ready for that moment. I thought the moment was too big for him. Um, but like I said, 
Uh, we talked about the the Valentino Jeremiah fight briefly. Like I, you know, uh, Mike uh, Mike Perry. You know, he came in a, a few pounds overweight for the a couple pounds overweight. You know, ended up dabbing. I thought it was disrespectful. Uh, Tim Means came in shape. Uh, ended up unanimous decision uh, with that fight. And like I said, Caitlin uh, uh, Shudian um, ended up beating Cindy Cavalier. I don't want to see that fight. Like I said, I don't want to bore you guys. Like I said, I don't want to see that fight against Valentino Shevchenko again. Uh, but like I said, you. UFC's season a quandary right now, and like I said, I'm, I'm rooting for them uh, to figure it out. Uh, like I said, the Shashenko fight was close, uh, and if, but uh, Shashenko, you know, she's she's a brilliant fighter. Maya, you know, she's a you know top five, you know, in the world, um, you know, at uh, one about one twenty five, you know, she you know, uh, but Shashenko, Shashenko, she's tough, and she's always and she, she always figures it out. Um, uh, Carmelo Anthony went back to the Blazers, going jumping back. Uh, NBA uh, Melo went back to the Blazers on a one-year deal, so I'm happy for Melo. And like I said, with Fred Van Vliet, 85 million from the Raptors. Props to the Knicks, not signing them. Coldwell Pope goes to the Lakers on a three-year deal. You know, for those of you who don't know, Caldwell Pope um, is actually signed to LeBron James's. You know, he's with Rich Paul and all of them. Um, uh, which Paul's a uh, uh, clutch agency, so it's not too much of a shock, you know. That's you know, Rich Paul, LeBron's peoples. So that's, it shouldn't be too much of a shock that he went back to the Lakers. Um, you know, LeBron's gonna make sure that he's taking care uh, of his guys. All right, I'm right, gonna get into some music. Um, listen, I, I this is gonna be. <sighs> It's almost going to be sacrilegious what I'm going to say because I never thought I would ever say this in my entire life. Okay, Two Chains came out with his album, so hope me God. Um, he did a song dedicated to Hove, Southside Hove. I mean, it's was, it was probably one of the better songs. He's got a couple of good songs on the album. You know me in Two Chains. I like him because of his punchlines, but when you're limited lyrically, as Two Chains is, you got to come correct with your punchlines, and he didn't necessarily come correct. Uh, with the punchlines. Uh, apparently, he was trying to do a song with Jay. You guys all heard this. Um, you know, and Jay hasn't reached out back saying he want to do a song. I don't blame Jay. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think Two Chains. I love him. He's got to go back to the editing room. You know, he's he's got to write more rhymes and go through his notebooks and start editing out his lyrics more. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's a punchline rapper. Whether he thinks he is or not. And if your punchlines aren't great, right? He's not lyrical. He's not Nas. He's not common. And that's fine. Not everybody can be, you know, we're talking about Nas, we're talking about top 10 of all time. You know, he's not Eminem, you know, top three all time. We're Jay Z. He's not at that level. If you're going to be a punchline rapper, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you, you know, if, you know, or, you know, what I'm saying if you don't have bar, Little Wayne got bars. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? Like the difference between being lyrical, you know, and how you and how you and, and how everything flows. Like you think of lyrical, you think of Nas, you, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you think of, you know, Jay-Z, you think of, uh, you know, you think of, you know, Eminem, you know, um, no, you know, guys are just bars. You know, you're talking about guys like, you know, you know, like like Benny the Butcher. You know, those you know those type rappers. Uh, you know, you, you can say the baby. 
you know, the baby got bars. You know, I'm not the biggest the baby fan, but just um, for uh, for an example, uh, you know, quasi, you can say, you know, um, you know, you know, you know, Drake, he's in the middle of having bars and punchlines and being lyrical. He's one of those like rappers that are in the middle, you know, Kanye West bars, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? He might say he's lyrical. I don't say he's that lyrical. Um, you know, uh, Corey Guns bars, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about with bars. Then you have your punchline rappers. You, you, you know what I'm saying? The Lloyd Banks, the Tony Yayos, you know, you know, those are the quintessential punchline uh, rappers. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, those type guys. And that's what Two Chains is. And when you don't bring that, right? And then you're flat on your punchlines. The album necessarily isn't going to work. And uh, and I was, I you know, I've only listened to that album like once or twice. You know, I really, you know, this, like Southside Hove, because, you know, he took the beat from uh, uh, Dead Presidents, you know, um, he sampled off of it. Uh, but, you know, I was going to say, I was just really disappointed with the album. Um, Young Jeezy, you know, he came out on a new album, The Recession 2. A monumental failure, you know. Apparently, he's just Gibbs and Fifty Cent. And I just thought that. I mean, I was not a big fan of that album either. I mean, only like one or two songs. I don't, I don't remember the name of the song. Is that really worth talking about? Um, you know, called the Recession Two. Then he's like got a Oldsmobile Cutlass. On, you know, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm talking about the recession. Why, you know? And he tried to. I don't know. I just thought it was out of touch. And he tried to do what he did on his first recession album. And he tried to intertwine it with the things that are going on with the times of right now. And I'm saying to myself, it just doesn't work. It just it didn't work the way it worked in 2008 when he did it and in t- 2020 when he tried to do it again. You know, and I hope and I'm, you know, I love Jeezy. I just stopped. He'd, he'd start na- stop naming his albums after the first album, like Thug Motivation 103. Like, listen, Thug Motivation was Thug Motivation. Let Thug Motivation be what it is. The recession was what it was. You know what I'm saying? Like he 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 wasn't he doesn't have the lyrical chops like like little baby did uh the bigger picture. He if he was if he did the whole album like the way little baby did the uh, the bigger picture, that would have been fine, but we don't have the lyrical chops for that. That's okay. But if you don't have the lyrical chops for that, you, you got to do what you did on your first album, on the first recession album, is intertwine talking about social issues, economics, and still talk that street, that trap, right? Um, l- l- lyrics, and you got to intertwine them all. And he didn't do that well. It felt lazy. It felt rushed. If not, not rushed, but it felt forced. Like he forced himself to do that. He felt like I have to do this. Um, I have to talk about these type of things. Like we, no one asked for you, Young Jeezy, to do this. You know, we didn't ask you to do it on the recession, but it worked on the recession. No one asked for the recession too. You know what I'm saying? Like we expect the Commons and the Nazis and the Talib Kweli's, the most deaths. We expect those brothers to come out with that type of lyrics and talk about those type of subjects. But we're not expecting, you know. You know, someone you know it talks about drug dealing to come out with that. You know, with you know, with, with that's you know, talking about that type of thing. It's all right to be reflective. You know, um, you know, we've seen Jay Z do it. 
you, you know. But Jay Z has the lyrical chops. Let's go about the greatest of all time. When you got the lyrical chops, you can you can do it. If you don't have the lyrical chops, you just stay away from those type of subjects. Um, so like I said, I was a little disappointed. But you know what's a good album? And I hate to say this, and, and like I said, I feel guilty saying this. The little Uzi Vert uh, future album. That's the better album. I know. I can't believe I'm saying this myself. If you told me Two Chains, Young Jeezy, and Little Uzi Vert coming out with an album, who would have the better album? And I'm and yours. And I'm telling. And you think I would say Little Uzi Vert? You would think I'd have to have like my head examined. Like, do you even know anything about rap music? Um, and I understand where you guys were coming from. But guys, definitely us check out uh, Pluto X Baby. Um, it's a little Uzi verse album. I mean, it's 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 actually pretty good. Um, what shocked me was uh, she's never been the Pluto. Little Uzi Vert went in. I'm like, what the hell? This is little Uzi Vert. Somebody must have wrote this for him. He went in on on that song. Uh, bars, man. I'm just like, wow. I didn't think little Uzi Vert had it in him. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, there's a Rockstar Change with Future did it uh, all by himself. I mean, he pretty much did a collabo. Million Dollar Place, pretty good. Um, Drinking and Smoking, Real Pluto Baby. Um, those are some really good songs. I Don't Want to Break Up, some Bankroll, uh, Moment of Clarity. I mean, listen, it, I, I give the whole album a listen to, I hate to admit it, but it actually was um, a good album. But uh, like I said, guys, didn't do my podcast last week. Hopefully you guys weren't upset. There really much to talk up. There really wasn't much to talk about. Crazy things to talk about this week, obviously. And I couldn't like not talk about the draft. You guys commented on my Facebook. Shout out to Joe. Shout out to my boy Mark. Uh, shout out to JT. <laughs> I was bothering him all night. Uh, hopefully you didn't get too mad at me. And uh, <laughs> shout out to my boy Xavier. I called him up excited. He wasn't excited. Next fans, stay motivated. Stay pumped up. Okay, we're doing it right. Speaking of, right, we got some motivation for you. Um, I was watching a motivational video with uh, Kevin Lavroni, one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. Um, you know, he was, he was one of the mainstays of the 90s. Uh, and, and, and he said something great. He said, don't put off today, right, for tomorrow. You, you, you know what I'm saying? So he said, so he was pretty much saying, do what you got to do now to make tomorrow a better day. Okay, so... That's my motivation for you guys today. Uh, woke up early, got my hair cut, and then when I came back, you know, make sure I got this podcast popping because you know, I got my son coming off later. That you know what I'm saying. So I wanted to make sure I gave this to you guys about what was going on in the world, right? I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like I said, guys, kick ass, take some names, drop 25, chill with the craziness, be great at everything.